Hi, everyone. It's me, Sandy Cruz of Sandy K Nutrition, health and lifestyle queen. For years now, I've been bringing to you conversations about wellness from experts from all over the world, whether it be suggestions and how you can age better, biohacking, alternative wellness. These are conversations to help you live your best life. I want to live a long, healthy, and vibrant life. Never mind all those stigmas that as we reach midlife and beyond, we're just going to shrivel up and die with some horrible disease. Always remember, balanced living works. I really look forward to this season. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sandy K Nutrition, Health and Lifestyle Queen. Today with me, I have Dr. Christopher Shade of Quicksilver Scientifics, and we are going to talk all about his creation called the Longevity Wheel. We're going to talk about the right way to detoxify, and we're also going to talk about what it means to be an age rebel. I have a second interview with Dr. Christopher Shade, and the next one you're going to have to listen to, it's all about hormones. And I love both these interviews so much. I had such a great talk with him. He's just so authentic. He keeps it real. He's he's just such a genuine person. And, you know, I, I just think he's a really, really smart guy. And I love the way he explains things. Even though he's a scientist, he explains it in such an easily understandable way for anyone to really optimize their best health. And I love his belief that you don't have to live like a saint all the time. You know, I've said this for many, many years. I've always believed in the 80-20 rule, but you got to do some of the really good stuff behind the scenes in order to have, you know, a little bit of fun now and again. So I'm not going to spoil the interview because there's just so much that you guys are going to learn from both of these episodes. But this first one, it's it makes sense to air this one first. And then the next one will be almost, it's not really a continuation of this discussion. It's more like a separate discussion on hormones. But detoxification is a big part of having healthy hormones. So that's why it makes sense to have this episode go live first. Now, a couple of announcements, as always. Go and follow me on TikTok. I've been pretty active there, you guys. And I've got quite a few followers, actually more followers on TikTok than I do on Instagram. So go and follow me there. I have some similar content to my Instagram, but some different. So it's Sandy K Nutrition. It's also Sandy K Nutrition on Facebook. I have a private group there. I also have a page there. I'm also on Instagram, of course. That's where I'm most active. And then I'm also on Twitter. I'm also on Pinterest. So go follow me and definitely, definitely share this episode with anyone who you know might benefit. And now let's cut on through to this amazing interview with Dr. Christopher Shade. 
Hi everyone, welcome to Sandy K Nutrition, Health and Lifestyle Queen. Today with me, I have Dr. Christopher Shade. He is a PhD and the founder and CEO of Quicksilver Scientific. And his Quicksilver Delivery Systems nanoparticle technology increases the bioavailability of supplements and protocols leading to higher efficacy products. This is huge, you guys. People say this all the time. I'm taking this, but is it working? Am I actually getting benefit from this? Now, Dr. Shade is regularly sought out to speak as an educator on the topics of mercury, environmental toxicities, neuroinflammation, immune dysregulation, and the human detoxification system in the United States and internationally. He strives to evolve the way the medical industry delivers care, and he is perpetually broadening the way the world understands health. And today, we're going to talk about what it means to be an age rebel and what Chris's approach to optimizing health span is. It's called the longevity wheel. So welcome, Chris. Well, thank you very much, Sandy. I'm happy to be here. I'm really happy to have you here, and I can't believe that we didn't personally meet last week at the Biohacking Congress. I know. You're you're a very busy man. I was looking for you, but you know. Yeah, it's hard to get time where I'm there and not already talking to somebody. Exactly, exactly. But at least we're talking now, and I'm glad we connected. And I have to ask you, because I ask everybody who comes on my show, why? Why do you do what you do now? So I can live better and enjoy my lifestyle while I age and help everybody else do that. But that's just part of it. You know, I got into it early where I was trying to uh, work on people with chronic disease and really, you know, open up, I had to change how people were doing mental detoxification. And then that ended up changing how they do all detoxification, changing how they look at metabolism, which moved into then changing how they look at longevity. And so it was take you out of the hole, then make you live really strong as long as you can. Yeah. So, you know, you and I had a chance to talk a little bit about, uh, what you do and you know you really resonate with me because you are one of those people that believes that living a very constricted and confined life right is not yeah. necessarily aging well we want to enjoy our lives no i mean totally you know i was bringing up the example of volter longo and volter longo is the king of caloric restriction and he trots out his prizes or pictures of them and they're little old people from the mountains of italy of course he's italian he has to find little old italians and these little old italians barely eat anything like a little handful of food they don't smoke they don't have sex and they don't drink and it's like what's really the point you know you know maybe you're living in bliss as a mountain person but i don't really think so and so they're living really long but they're living so frugally and me, I want to live long and I want to have a full, robust life. And so that's why we talk about AIDS rebel. You know, what do we use to get around to really, you know, change our genome, all these 
things like bioregulators and things, you know, we'll, we'll talk about detoxification and how that can shift your epigenome and your biological age, but also working on your phenotype and making that strong, having the right amount of hormones and being able to clear out so you can go and have fun and not age really fast. You know, the old term biohack, when Dave Asprey started, it was like, it was called the bulletproof executive. It was how to CEOs keep running, have energy all day and do all the things that they do. Now, like, you know, the full biohacker, you know, it's like, ask, like Ben Greenfield, that's his job all day long. And it's like, well, now we rise with the sun and we go to bed with the sunset and we eat these natural foods and we don't have any EMF around us and we live in this little box. And it's like, then you're ascetic hermit naturopaths. You know, the hack thing, which was a way around something, is gone. Yeah. And then, you know, I just want to add to what you were saying about, you know, the, the blue zones. And the one thing is the frailty, right? Frail. They are yeah. frail. So they well, might be living old, frail. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. they seem they're they're you know, they're very frail looking. They're yep. to me and they they look old. And you know, I think you would probably be best friends with my husband if you lived closer. It sounds because, that way. <laughs> it does sound that way. From our be conversation earlier, it's like, oh yeah, he's yeah. He's Absolutely, because he is he is actually relying on me yeah. to help him biohack his way into yeah. old age healthfully. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that's it, biohack, because, you know, according to our discussions, he likes to drink, he likes to go out, he likes to be social. So do I, you know, quite a bit. Yeah. And, you know, so then we got to clear the liver all the time, clear the kidneys all the time, detoxify, keep the brain healthy, keep the hormones up. All these things we got to do to keep the machine running. And then we see people who don't do that and then they just go down like this or they have to quit everything and be ascetics, but they're still going downhill. So, you know, we can kind of have our cake and eat it too. Yes. And actually, I think... There was another presentation about, um, you know, people who change their lifestyle drastically versus people who biohack and yeah. do certain things. So yeah. I like you, how you describe just doing those certain things so yeah. that we can really, I call it, live an enriched life. Bingo. That's a good one. Right. Yeah. I want to live. Okay. I'm not a big drinker, but I do drink. I'm not going to cut out drinking entirely because it's part of my social life. So I'm going to yeah. have drinks sometimes. And, yeah. you know, okay. I don't smoke. That was long ago. But anyway, let's. So you kind of. Even food. You know, you go to a big dinner with friends and you're serving all kinds of stuff. And there's meats and fats and carbs and they got some yeah. dessert coming out and there's wine going the whole time. Do it. It's part of the glory and the spirit yeah. and the joy of life. Because without joy, you know, your phenotype's going to look like this. Yeah. Well, what... You're going to look as bitter and tired <laughs> and sour as you are. Okay. Explain phenotype, please. Explain that. Yes. This is really important. Genotype versus phenotype. Yeah. So genotype, we look in at your, at your genes and there's a certain rate of methylation and you've been methylating really quick and shutting off genes and that's an old genotype. And then you take some stuff to reverse that and make it look like a younger genotype or telomeres. You're taking epitalin and your telomere 
length looks much younger. But what does the outside look like? Is the skin, like the skin, you should be able to pinch it and see it go down like that. Boom. That means you're making collagen. They, okay. Yeah. I mean, and they'll, they'll even think it's good if it's like it goes halfway down and then takes a couple seconds. They're like, within nine seconds. I mean, but really it should just go boom. Just yes. Gone. Yeah. So, and then the skin on the face should be smooth. I mean, you're always going to have some wrinkles. You can't get rid of everything, but it shouldn't be all crinkly. The skin in the neck starts getting thin and bunches up when you go like this. Uh, and, and the skin is getting thinner. These are all phenotypic and muscle mass is losing and it's turning into fat and you're getting softer and pliable. Uh, and, and so that's the phenotype. What do you look like on the outside? Now you can fake that with some Botox, but that's pretty obvious. But, you know, I find that people who do a lot of these peptides and stuff to reverse these genotypic markers don't always show that change in the phenotypic if they're not doing a lot of hormones as well, because hormones drive the phenotypic structure much more strongly than everything else. Ah, so it's the hormones that really help with that. It's the hormones. Yeah, you know what? And, and you know, Chris and I were talking about this offline. I've been experimenting with estriol around my eyes. And yeah. I'm seeing a difference in three weeks, Chris. Oh, that's great. In yeah, three I'm going to do that too. I, I, I heard that one only recently. And, you know, guys, girls, you know, Skin thickness is all an estrogen thing, and estriol works uh, more on that skin thickness. So you got estradiol, which is the main one, and that's going to drive the cognitive differences, the uh, bone mass, uh, uh, cardiovascular health, and then estriol. Estriol is formed from estradiol in the liver, and then you pee it out. So old women, they start getting recurrent urinary tract infections. That's yes. the estriol not tonifying the urinary tract and tightening that up and tightening up the sphincter. So they'll get dribbling and then they'll get stuff coming back retrograde too. And then the whole wow. vaginal atrophy is estriol thing too. So it's almost like when you pee, you're supposed to dribble a little bit of pee into the vaginal canal because those are estriol receptors. And when that goes down, you get vaginal dryness, you get thinning or atrophy of the vaginal walls and you get prolapse of the whole pelvic floor. So in fact, just like you did topical for the estriol, it should be vulval topical. Go right into where the action is and where the receptors are. So interesting. I mean, we're going to have to do a whole show on hormones. hormones. Let's do that because I find that really fascinating. And yeah. I think that, you know, there's there's a lot of questions there. But we can get into that another time. Like, you know, even like why back in the olden days didn't they have to worry about it? Is it, you know our lifestyle is that why we don't have the hormones you know or are we just old now smarter just sorry <laughs> they just died in the olden days that's true that's true they didn't you know, live they, as long they probably also didn't have all the endocrine disruptors yeah so the endocrine disruptors go and even if the hormone levels are the same level uh, same you know same blood level the receptor density you know, like how many receptors if you have twice as much receptors there's more to hit the hormone hits the receptor and activates a whole cascade of reactions that come after it. But the endocrine disruptors get in and sit in the uh, sit in the receptor site, so the receptor doesn't work well. And so all these plastics and pesticides and herbicides that we have, and even some of the metals, 
go in and block the receptor sites. So the levels may be the same as they were years ago, but you have, you're not getting the same effect. So that's why between the receptor site density and the interference in it from the endocrine disruptors, you need to treat to a level at which the symptoms of changing, the skin is thickening, the vaginal walls have changed. For yeah. men, the muscle mass is on, the erectile strength is there. And, you know, you want to look at the levels in the blood, but you don't want to say, oh, I want you in the reference, the middle of the reference range. You get as high as you need to get the effect that, that you have. Now, at the same time, you should be doing things like detoxification to remove some of those receptors. I mean, the receptor, you know, uh, perverters, you know, like the endocrine disruptors. Ah, yes. So receptor perversion. So it's a it's really a multi-pronged approach is what you're really talking about. So let's let's switch gears on you know what happens like what explain what mitochondria are and why we should all know what mitochondria means everybody it's sort of the powerhouse of the whole being inside the cell you've got tons of these little things called mitochondria and they're like tiny cells within cells in fact just like we have organs within a body these little structures inside the cell are called organelles. And the mitochondria are one of the most important because they make all the ATP, which is the cellular energy that drives all of the reactions. And if that's all they did, that would be very impressive. But they do that, but they also traffic this molecule called NAD. And NAD is responsible for bringing electrons, which is sort of energy from the food you're digesting into the mitochondria to make all the ATP. And uh, they also are doing all the signaling between mitochondria and the nucleus to make sure that you're all on the same page and generating energy. And uh, they decide looking at the resources around the cell, whether we should generate a lot of energy or not generate a lot of energy and not generating a lot of energy is when the cell perceives danger and then you're not making a lot. And often what will happen is the mitochondria get damaged and toxins damage the mitochondria cause mitochondrial dysfunction. And so then energy production goes down. But if there's enough mitochondrial dysfunction, the cell collapses into a zombie-like mode called a senescent cell mm -hmm. where it doesn't grow anymore and it doesn't spread vitality. And instead it sits there not growing and releases inflammatory cytokines. These are inflammatory messengers telling other cells that things are bad. You should go into senescence too. So the zombie program starts propagating. And so you have to look at having mitochondrial dysfunction. And this is all involved in toxicity of some sort. It's environmental toxins or endogenous toxins. Maybe we have a poor metabolism. Uh, and so when we get into like, how do we biohack our way out of this stuff? We're going to see that detoxification and clean metabolism are underpinning all of the other higher order things that we talk about in longevity, like uh, sirtuins and telomeres. And so keeping these uh, mitochondria clean and recycling old ones because they're little engines and the engine gets old and starts sputtering. And that's mitochondrial dysfunction. What you can do is you can take it, digest it and make a new one. That's called 
mitophagy and mitochondrial biogenesis. Mm. So you break it down, recycle it, and make new stuff. Those are all under the domain of that same system that's doing detoxification and metabolic renewal. And so we'll see emerging that keeping that system going is a core part of this. And we look, where did I come from in this whole world? I started out all looking at detoxification, specifically of mercury, but then it grew much broader than that because it's such a fundamental. Okay, so as we age, even if, okay, even not many people I know live like saints. However, let's say you do live like a saint. You're still going to experience mitochondrial dysfunction just from the process of aging, right? And inflammaging. Can you explain what inflammaging is? So inflammaging, there's, there's sort of these programs. There's the decrepitude program, which is inflammaging starting to wind down your system. And then there's these higher order regenerative systems characterized by these uh, genes and proteins called sirtuins and foxos. And NF-kappa B is this inflammatory molecule that we start making and propagating through the system that leads cells into these senescent patterns and these spreading fields of inflammation. These fields of inflammation are going to start turning muscle into fat, creating fatty liver, lowering, uh, you know, really damaging mitochondria. So total energy gets lower. The senescence, like you look at, uh, you look at wrinkles in the skin. These are senescent cells blocking the formation of collagen and elastin to keep young skin. So it starts losing its edge. So it's all this move downward towards less and less propagation of tissue and less and less propagation of energy. So that's the inflammaging pathway. Now, if you flip that around and you get this healthy metabolism going, you're activating sirtuins and foxos and you're turning down NF-kappa B and you're turning down this whole uh, inflammation program that's coming with the senescent cells and you're turning up propagation and clean metabolism. And it's a sort of a who's on top thing. Like NF-kappa B can shut down sirtuins, but if our sirtuins are really strong, they shut down NF-kappa B. So you have to get up onto this road. And, you know, sometimes there's times where you've got to go be a Puritan for a while and drive, you know, clear out the system you know, it's like fasting and, you know, you, you'll stay away from the bad foods and the alcohol. You'll fast, you'll eat less, you'll do all these detox things to flip yourself up into this program. Once you're up on that, you know, got, once you have the upper hand, you can keep that rolling the way you supplement and using intermittent fasting and carb restriction intermittently. And you can go sort of in and out of these, uh, in and out of these things like fasting to keep yourself up on that high level. So really, it's it's really about, it can get very complicated because there's, it's a multi-pronged approach. I, yeah. like, I listened to, first off, you are a believer that we need to live. We got to live. We got to yeah. have fun. We got to have joy. We got to have an enriched life. And, and some of that might be staying out late and not making meeting the sun as soon as it rises. Right. Nope. So, OK, you created the longevity wheel. Yeah. How can this help everyone? So the longevity wheel was just really a way of thinking. It was this six-spoked wheel. Yes. 
And here are these major aspects of aging. And these are things that you can supplement for, uh, you know, mixture of supplements and lifestyle to uh, activate these parts. And you have to have all of them addressed in some way uh, to order in order to have the whole system really humming. And in the wheel at the top was NRF2 slash AMPK. That's chemo protection or detoxification with clean metabolism. After that was NAD, this molecule that drives clean ATP production. And it also drives the thing below it, which are sirtuins. And sirtuins are putting this coding in for this higher clean metabolism. So some of the things that are started with AMPK starts autophagy, which is breaking down old parts of cells like old mitochondria. Sirtuins are driving things like mitochondrial biogenesis, making new mitochondria. So you're cleaning up, breaking down old stuff, clearing out environmental toxins. NAD is then lifting the power of the whole system, activating the sirtuins, which are encoding to keep that high metabolism in there. Then you have telomeres and senolytics over here, the bottom and the next one up. And those kind of work as a pair. Telomeres are these things that shorten with age and things like inflammation are shortening telomeres. Toxins go in and can radically shorten them. It's called telomere attrition. And that's one of the triggers for the cell to go into a senescent state. Once it's there in that dead zombie-like state, you're propagating the downward spiral and shutting down the sirtuins. And so you have to keep the telomeres clean and help the enzymes that elongate them. And you have to clear out senescent cells or reset the toxicity, you know, get rid of the toxicity in the system so that the cells come out of senescence. And then the last one is uh, the neuroendocrine system. Neuroendocrine system is our whole hormone system. And that's the pituitary, the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, HPA, we know that, but it's also hypothalamic pituitary thyroid, hypothalamic pituitary gonadal. So we gotta realize the gonads are big go-go juice for stuff. The thyroid is a big driver of metabolism and adrenals are the ones that we're only really thinking about. Now, all those are intimately tied into mitochondrial health. And once mitochondrial health goes, they can't drive the hormones they're supposed to make. They start making decisions about the program. So the programs are what genes are we going to express at any one time? Are these like cell danger response, default mode, survival things? We turn down energy in the system. We just try to stay alive. Or they let's make abundant energy, let's make abundant hormones and drive the ship really high. And so these are all the aspects that we can control to keep ourselves in this healthy state. Then, of course, you know, not in there are exosomes and peptides. And those are other things that we could talk about for helping shift the system. But I tell you, there's a lot of non-responders to those because they got toxic systems. So First, we got to clean up and get the high programs going, and then we can put these higher order therapies in. You all know that I've been a huge fan of amino co amino acids for quite a while now. People automatically think that, oh, well, I don't need to take amino acids. I don't want my muscles to get bigger. But this isn't what amino acids are all about, really. 
Amino acids are the building blocks to protein. But guess what? I know I personally don't have the greatest digestion. And so even though I am eating the right amount of protein for my frame, I may still not be digesting and assimilating those all important amino acids. So really, amino acids are not just about building muscle, although I do take it before I work out. It's about aging better, and it's about ensuring that your entire body has those proper building blocks it needs to age better, and that means benefiting the body, the mind, the heart. As we're aging, We have a natural decline in muscle all over the body. And we also have, unfortunately, digestion issues more often than not as we age. Life Amino Acids by Amino Co. Mm -hmm. helps to trigger muscle protein synthesis, which is the body's mechanism for repairing and building muscle. You can check out all of the science by visiting aminoco.com forward slash SKN for Sandy K Nutrition. When you use that link and that code SKN, you're going to get 30% off to try AminoCo amino acids for yourself. Okay, so here's a question for you. What if you are working how would I describe this? So I don't have a thyroid. I had thyroid cancer when I was 41. Or people who had their gallbladders removed and they right. already have fatty liver. Or right. they, there are, it's like one step forward, two steps, steps back on a lot of these programs because they feel like they're getting ahead. And then they're always kind of working behind somebody who has all their organs and who already has all their health and optimization. We all have a weakness. We all have our Achilles heel. And so we have to pay special attention to that to rise the system up to a sort of typical system. And so you, you're going to be taking T4 and T3 in different yeah. amounts. You're going to be monitoring that, seeing when things are going one way or the other, but it looks good. I mean, you've got eyebrows, you don't have a fatty neck, your hairline's strong, you know, you, you don't have extra adiposity, so you're managing your thyroid well. And that's really easily done. The science around that is, is pretty tight. Gallbladder, so then we're getting into detox. Toxins move out of the, so most har- toxins are harvested by the liver and move out of the liver on the bile flow. Mm-hmm. The bile transporters are also toxin transporters. And so if you're not flowing bile, you're not flowing toxins. And why do you lose your gallbladder? You lose your gallbladder because you weren't flowing enough bile. So you've already got a sluggish bile flow. Something build up in the gallbladder and you cut it out. Now, what is the gallbladder? So you take the whole liver. Now we go into a little cell in the liver, the uh, hepatocyte. Every hepatocyte is fed by blood on one side where they're pulling in uh, they're pulling in bile salts and toxins, and then they're drained by bile canaliculus, a little rootlet of, well, they call it the bile tree, but it looks more to me like an upside-down tree, and it's roots going up into the liver and little rootlets going and touching every cell, draining bile down, 
into bigger and bigger arteries, and then finally the common bile duct. And then there's a bag off the bile duct called the gallbladder, and that fills up. And then when you eat food, it squeezes and releases a bolus of bile in to digest the food. But the drain of the bile is happening all the time. So in people that don't drain, fill, release, drain, fill, release, they have a sluggish uh, bile. It tends to gel up and then eventually form stones. They take uh, gallbladders out willy-nilly now. It's just like a nice surgery yes. to make money on. And half, probably 60, 70% of them shouldn't come out. You can clean them up and, and get them done. But so does that mean you can't detox? No, you're always detoxing. And it just means that your bioflow is a little slower than others. You need to support bioflow. You need to take cologogs like bitter compounds, like, like you put in your cocktail. I mean, those are gentian and myrrh, uh, some of those herbs uh, that are called bitter detoxifiers. That stimulates the liver to be making and moving these things. You might be taking taurine as a precursor. But then when you go to detox, because your bioflow is slow, we want to detox you a little bit more slowly. Yeah. If you're using our push catch liver detox system, maybe you'll start at a half dose, work your way up to a full dose, where a lot of other people start at a full dose, work their way to a double, even a triple dose. So if you can go to a double and triple dose, you can detox in you know one month, two months, three max. But if you have to be at those low ones, then you're on a three to six month program. So you're just going to adjust for that, always be helping it. But then when you do things that rely on you know, bioflow, you're just going to do them a little bit slower. Okay. That makes sense because, and it's so interesting, right? Because just like what you were saying, individuals who have lost their gallbladder um, typically have a little bit of non-alcoholic fatty liver, right? Like there's a, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, those whole processes in the liver. So MPK is the trigger you need to clear out the fatty liver. Well, it's really NR2 and AMPK. So what's AMPK? It's the AMP kinase. When you fast, you run out of your free available sugar and, and you're making ATP from that. And then ATP starts donating its energy. ATP is adenosine triphosphate. It's got three high energy phosphates. Donates one, it's ATP diphosphate, or it's ADP, or adenosine diphosphate. Then it donates a second one, and it's AMP, adenosine monophosphate. And that then goes into the AMP kinase and says, we need energy, we need energy. And then the AMP kinase act, it blocks uh blocks anabolism and turns up catabolism, breaking things down. Yeah. That'll trigger you to mobilize glycogen to turn into sugar to use. It'll make you increase glucose transporters and increase insulin sensitivity, which makes you more effectively use uh, those calories or, you know, that glycogen and sugar. And very importantly here, it'll make you burn fat and turn it into ketones. And so that's what AMPK activation does is turn you into a burning machine and shed off the adiposity, including in the liver. And AMPK is most strongly regulated in the liver. And there's something called liver kinase B1 that helps activate that. Now, some of these compounds that we use, like berberine and quercetin and yeah. silymarin, uh, and work right in the liver, but so does resveratrol and terastilbine. They're working through 
liver kinase B1 to activate all this fat burning. Now, the other thing that does it internally are bile salts. And so if we're not making enough bile and not moving bile and recirculating bile, we're not activating liver kinase B1. So that's where fasting will help activate that. And these nutraceuticals and even pharmaceuticals, the thing that works right on AMPK and helps with metabolic disease is metformin. Yes. It was originally a natural molecule, then turned into a pharmaceutical. That's one of the great longevity pharmaceuticals. People are into rapamycin. That's a little bit more double-edged, I think, than metformin. But then there's all these natural forms of metformin. We have a product called AMPK Charge that hits AMPK, so much so that if you take that in the morning fasted, doesn't matter what you ate last night. You'll, if, you know, maybe it might take two doses to get you there, but you'll be making uh, ketones in the blood that you can measure. You'll be in nutritional ketosis in an hour or so. Wow. Holy. Okay, that's a lot of information. Yeah, I tend to give a lot at once. That, but that's okay. That's okay, because I'm going to break it down. That's what my job is. So something that I have actually researched, and I've done this in my own practice, is I always say, don't go out and buy this liver detox box off the shelf, please, because it can do a lot more damage, right? Yeah. So... Talk to me about drainage, because this is something that a lot of people don't talk about. And it's really important because unless you kind of open up all the portals for detoxification, you could recirculate all that shit in your body, right? Totally. Okay. Talk to us about that. Detox goes like this. You dump from the tissues into the blood, you harvest into the liver, dump with the bile into the GI, you harvest from the blood into the kidney and out through the urine. So if you're turning up the movement into the blood, but not draining through bile and urine and also not binding in the GI tract, you're just going to stir the pot of toxins. So the old European biomedical or, or naturopathic principle was called drainage. In French, they call it lavage, which means washing. Like it's like doing your laundry. And so just opening up bile flow, urinary flow, and uh, and GI flow or stool flow is opening up drainage. The last part of that is opening up lymphatic channels. So your blood pumps by your heart, but your, lymph- your lymphatic channels pump by movement. You know, and so like even just walking and swinging the arms – you know, especially rotational movements in and out and things that you do in Tai Chi, those are pumping and moving the lymph. And so often, like we have what we call our pretox protocol, and these are supplements that open up bioflow, kidney flow, and bind in the GI and provide a little bit of antioxidant support to start draining the blood levels because you've got compartments, you've got the tissue compartment with a little door to the blood compartment, with a little door to the kidney and uh, kidney GI, I'm sorry, liver GI and kidney compartment. So those last ones are the drainage compartments. And so if you're dumping, if you just take some random box uh, for liver detox and it has some things that activate the tissue dump, one of the things that activates the tissue dump the most is lipoic acid but it doesn't activate the bioflow and it doesn't 
uh, grab the toxins in the GI. So you can just be dumping everything in the blood, moving those. So a lot of people come in you feeling sick and sluggish. They have a high toxin load in the blood compartment, high in the tissue, and nothing's going out. So first, you got to open up the liver, open up the kidney, open up the GI, and and get the lymph moving and drain all those circulating toxins. Ah, then they're starting to feel better. They're coming from way down up to mid-grade. They're starting to feel better. And then while those are open, then you squeeze the sponge of the tissues to dump out into the blood and get the deeper stores out. Yeah, I... Okay, have you ever heard of uh, Unda out of Belgium? Oh, Unda's a fantastic... Oh, I love you, Chris! You are yeah. so... So here's something... Is my, I mean, my family, they're like... Be my mom. Don't be my practitioner. But I make my family do UNDA quarterly. It's very gentle drainage, right? It's really gentle. But I find that often just opening up those portals can make you feel a little better, right? Yeah. No, absolutely. So homeopathics were uh, kind of the biggest thing uh, in in drainage. Homeopath, you got homeopathics, you got herbals, and then you got this thing in the middle called spagyrics, where the homeopathics yes. are at the low potencies, 1x, 2x, 3x. Uh, and spagyrics are really where it's at for drainage. And, uh, you know, or, or undas are sort of on the verge between a homeopathic and a spagyric. They do a great job of using metals along with low potency herbals. Then you have pacanas. I used to use Saluna a lot. I like those. Uh, and I didn't use a ton of Unas, but I knew and respected them a lot. And then recently, the naturopath that works for me uses Unas. Uh, and he had me on a couple. I'm like, oh, these are freaking prima. Yeah. yeah. And I know Unas are big up in Toronto. A lot of the schools up there uh, teach the use of omens. You know, Soroyal was up there. I don't yep. know if they yep. distribute. Yeah. Did they distribute Undis? Yeah. I actually did the training with, um, oh, Dr. Tom Dixon or Dr. Dixon Tom or something. I yeah. did the training. Dixon Tom. Yeah. is his last name. Yes. I completed the training because I am a big believer. You know, as soon as I went, I finished college and I'm like, you know, there's something didn't resonate with me just buying a box off the shelf and saying you're detoxing. Something didn't seem right. People were not feeling well after. Yeah. Like you feel great for two weeks and then you start to feel like shit. So there's something wrong. So then I did the training on drainage and it, it made a lot of sense to me. So what I think is super cool about your system is you put it all together. Yeah. In a program, right? Yep. Now, yep. do you have to be on a, a special diet to do your drainage? No, I mean, lifestyle is just in addition. You can do a lot of the things of lifestyle that you're doing with supplements. You just can't, well, with our supplements, you can't do it quite as fast. But if you do them together, you get all kinds of stuff going on. So, all right, NRF2 is this cellular trigger that turns up all your internal antioxidants and detoxification elements and all the enzymes and transporters that with it that go with it. It's the big switch for what's called chemoprotection, which is a blend of antioxidant activity and detoxification, some protein repair. NRF2 is the big master switch for that. But AMPK is like the co-switch. And AMPK, remember, that's the switch that's turned on when you're fasting or when you carb restrict, 
even when you intermittent fast, when you do keto, and that's turning up this inner, I'm going to clean up all the old broken mitochondria. I'm going to clean up accumulations of dysfunctional proteins. I'm going to clean up whole cells that are gone. That inner autophagy or self-eating is the inner detoxification. And you need both of those. And fortunately, the switches are co-regulated. So if AMPK is high, all you need is a little nudge for NRF2 to come on. If AMPK is low, like you're eating a lot of carbs, you're suppressing AMPK, it's harder to activate NRF2. So if you're intermittent fasting while you're detox, you're going to detox a lot faster and more powerfully. If you at least carb restrict. And, you know, I, I kind of like, you know, you do some carbs at night unless you're like really actively detoxing. And a lot of women don't do too well with all that carb restriction, especially if they're a little bit younger. But, you know, if you're, say, not, you know, not eating carbs in the morning or for lunch and then you eat them at night, you're going to get a lot more detox. If you're full out fasting, you're going to get the most detox. Light exercise is going to increase AMPK. So some fasted exercise will help with that. And then you're going to overlay all the other things like saunas. Yes. Where you dump from the tissue, pull into the liver and dump out of the bile and then bind it. It's called push. We call it push catch. Yes. And we have a detox box called push catch liver detox. And it takes a bit. You, you take these liquids and the key to why they work so fast is they're in this nanoparticle delivery, uh, liposomes and nanoemulsions that go into circulation immediately. They'll peak in the blood in as little as 15 minutes up to 25 minutes and activate this whole system going from the tissue to the blood, to the liver, out with the bile. Half hour later, you come in with the binders, this mixture of clay, zeolites, charcoals, chitosan, uh, proprietary metal binder to bind it all up. So what you, you sandwich in between there are other lifestyle things. So it's push, sauna, catch. Push, foot bath, catch. Push, yoga, catch. Push, massage, catch. Put any of those things in there, you know, a light workout, catch, and you'll get a better detox. So can you, like how often, okay, I know there's a lot of talk about heavy metals being really, really hard. That's why they're they're heavy metals, right? They're heavy. They're hard to get out. So with your system, yeah. first off, what do you think about testing? Like, do you think hair trace or hair tissue mineral analysis is a good way to test heavy metals? You don't, eh? Okay, what's the best way to know if you have it? It's, you know, it's it's a little bit tough. Yeah. I mean, tissue mineral analysis is its own little thing, and they're looking at ratios. Of this I and do that, that Chris. What's going on? What's that? I do them. All right. Well, there so are, talk to me. Yeah. People know how to interpret them, but they don't necessarily, except for mercury, they don't reflect blood levels. And if you have dental amalgams, and you're all inorganic mercury, you don't eat any fish, you're going to have a high level in the blood, you have zero in the hair. And it's not because you're not detoxing, it's because biologically it doesn't go into the hair. There's oh. a whole bunch of toxins that don't go into the hair. Okay, good to know. So I like whole blood, and then for mercury, we do something called mercury speciation, and we separate uh, methylene and organic mercury. Methyl mercury is from fish, 
and organic mercury is from dental amalgams. You have to separate those and look at them independently. And then we look at hair as a marker for mobilization of methylmercury and urine uh, for uh, mobilization and, and excretion of inorganic mercury, looking at that kidney pathway. So urine is looking at the kidney pathway. Hair is a surrogate for the liver pathway. That's called our mercury tri-test. We get all three of those in one. Then for the other metals, we just look at whole blood. Now, people get all in the chelation challenge, this and that, and the other thing. That's a whole discussion as to why that's uh, a lot of that is just mythology. So do you think that, un- first off, you guys do testing too? Yeah. Okay, that's really cool. And do you think that... That was my PhD, was developing metal analytical uh, testing. So if so you... People ask me, you know, well, what do you know about that? I'm like... A lot. A lot. A lot. Okay, good, good. Now, what do you think... That's why you you created this system, because... You can do all the things. Yeah. You can eat well, sleep well, take the peptides, take uh, targeted uh, therapeutic-grade supplements. You can do all that stuff. But if you have a high amount of metals or toxins in the body, yeah. you're never going to age that well, are you? Yeah, yeah. All that stuff, you're pissing away a lot of money on all those expensive therapies because you're trying to move the needle and they're weighted down by all the toxins, especially metals. Metals take a long time to get out, but they mm-hmm. do get out through natural, uh, through natural mechanisms. And so then, you know, then you're going to add in some other things. You're going to add in glutathione. So yeah. mercury, cadmium, and arsenic and antimony all go through <coughs> conjugation of glutathione and moving out of the body. So when you take your liver sauce to mobilize everything, you're going to take liposomal glutathione. Mm-hmm. If you've got lead, and is and also when you have high cadmium, cadmium likes a combination of EDTA and glutathione. I glutathione do have high cadmium. I do. I have that. Yeah, old smoke. That's the smokers that I used to get rid of. So interesting. Okay, but that's through hair. So we don't know if that's accurate, right, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the cadmium to blood relationship is. Uh, and, you know, because hair is accurate for a few elements. I don't remember if it is for cadmium. I can look Okay, okay. Interesting. So, yeah, and, you know, I live with a smoker, right? So maybe it's secondhand oh, you may smoke. just be getting cadmium in your hair from the smoke, you know. And secondhand, you know, so smokers, the biggest thing them i don't know if it's the biggest there's a lot of health things with smoking and uh cadmium is probably the biggest problem with so interesting okay and even the epa has said uh blood cadmium above 0.7 parts per billion is going to lead to uh a shorter life when you look at the data around telomere attrition Cadmium is the most acute one. Lead can can damage telomeres. Cadmium is the one that just but goes in, nails them, leads to uh, mitochondrial dysfunction, puts the cells into senescence. That's why heavy smoking will age people if they're not good at getting the cadmium out of the system. Oh, this is good to know. Getting it out, you want glutathione. Internally, there's another enzyme 
it is brought up with NRF2, it's called metallothionine, and then a little EDTA on top with the glutathione will help get the, the cadmium out of the system. And cadmium reabsorbs too, so you need the special binders to, to get it when it goes out through the bile. Okay. If I was to do one of your uh, detoxes mm-hmm. or your program, yeah, do I do that once a year? Do I do that more often? Like, do do I have to test first, or do I just go for it? Like, what what do I you do? Either, or uh, I would. Our Mac Daddy is called Cube Two Point and that includes liposomal EDTA. It's got some stuff that will help the immune system work against latent viruses. Uh, you know, it's got some some you know stronger antimicrobial, stronger metal detox. It's a nine week program. Starts low, comes up high, really clears everything. Mm. And that's when you want to get rid of all the stuff, especially if you've got some lead or cadmium. If you don't have lead or cadmium. You can use our, and maybe a lower uh, load, you could do our advanced push catch. And I would probably, you know, we have a one month program and then two, you got to buy another one or another. You can either go flat dosing for two months or you buy two for the second month and you go up to this higher dose. Uh, I would do either advanced push catch or cube 2.0. And, you know, if you're looking at metals or molds, Cube 2.0. If you're looking at general detox, advanced push catch. Okay. And then you would what? Do this like once a year or? Oh, yeah. And so you need a period of formal detox. It's usually a couple of months. And then you're either integrating it into your lifestyle, which is the best way to go. You know, so that like push catch liver detox, it's got a long shelf life. You can keep it around like a supplement. You know, do a little weekend round of detox. You know, each, you push catch you know it takes you an hour to do that it's like a little tied up bow it's a round of detox and you could do two or three of those on the weekend uh or once a quarter you do you know you get like our you know two week box and do that uh or once a year you do the one or two month box uh it just depends how you like to integrate it in your lifestyle but things like the way we use bitters and binders we have binders that you mix up in water and drink it, or we just have the capsules. Having those and you know taking a couple capsules of the binder at night a couple times a week and uh, bringing bitters in with your meal, uh, eating more bitter food. These are all ways that you just keep the amuncteries, which is one of the old words. Yeah, yes. The amuncteries open. Yeah. Um, so how do you feel when you do them? Do you feel like shit? <laughs> no, you don't. And that's don't? beauty. Uh, and, you know, this was designed – now, there's, there's a couple things to make it so you don't feel as bad. So if you're taking uh, – if you have a lot of neuroinflammation, like anxiety and like eh, – you'll do a little CBD before you do the liver sauce. That calms everything down, lets you dump everything, and then you have the binder. It really makes it a pretty symptom-free thing. Now, if you are getting some symptoms – you know, maybe maybe you don't have your gallbladder and you need to move a little bit slower and the, the push catch is really knocking you back. You might, you know, detox symptoms would be like you feel <laughs> a little bit fluey, tired, your head's yeah. foggy. You just got to drop back to 
to a slower path. You know, just pull your dosage in half, give it a couple of weeks, then come back to the dosage that you wanted to be at. Uh, so you're always just sort of modulating that. But overall, for your average person, this isn't, you're not going to be sitting by the toilet. You're not going to go into that fluey state for a couple of days. It's really well-managed, but very powerful detox. And, you know, you can get done in two or three months what people are taking 10 or 12 months to do with like a cell core system, you know, where they're taking all these capsules and it just takes forever. You know, they're like, oh, you can take your binder with food, no problem. Well, that's a testament to how weak it is. And so, you know, these are really powerful, but, you know, we really finely tune them all together that, so that you can get a big dump without uh, all the symptom, uh, symptomatic things. Here's a question for you. I have read before that you need to be balanced in your minerals before you go to do a major detoxification of heavy metals, because if you're already in a weakened state, you can become more weakened. So does is there any merit to that, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to look at calcium, magnesium, copper, zinc. You don't want to be excess copper, low zinc. Zinc is the thing you need the most during metal detox. You also need selenium uh, and lithium and manganese, those trace metals. They all have to be in the right place. You need a lot of selenium. Don't be afraid to go to the high end of the reference ranges with that. So zinc and selenium a lot, everything else balanced, a lot of magnesium you're going to use during that too. So you want to look at that. And if you're in a really blown out state, you do want to kind of bring the mitochondria up before you start doing all this thing. And that could be NAD precursors like uh, nicotinamide mononucleotide or nicotinamide riboside. It could be simple things like CoQ10 or PQQ, uh, phospholipids, adaptogens. Get a little more energy into the system before you start moving stuff out. Okay. And, but you, I think you're like, you have other things like mineral support, don't you? Like, is it uh, shilogy? And what about shilogy and things like that? Like, aren't yeah, they really I, good? Well, I've got a bottle of it right here. I got it from one of the Tibetan doctors. Uh, and I love I love shilogy. In fact, I'm going to work. I'm trying to find the right source to do it. And I am going to put a multi-mineral that has shilogy in it because yeah. it helps drive the minerals into the system yeah. as well as having the minerals in it. So, you know, at... At your root, you have, well, you have macro minerals and micro minerals, and macros can be in you know just you know all uh, a complete you know mineral supplement, multi mineral like uh, mineral six hundred and fifty from pure encapsulation, something like that. Usually, going to need a little bit more zinc if you're doing a detox, and then micro nutrients or micro minerals will be things that you get from like original Canton, Q-U-I-N-T-O-N. Oh, or yes. Quinton. Yeah, that we distribute and that's got all of the rare minerals from the crust. It comes from the ocean where there's an upwelling of ancient water from uh, the ocean floor that has all these minerals in it. There's a phytoplankton bloom there. They're all complexed into these organic uh, forms. And then the water's Filter sterilized, never heated. That's the best micro, uh, micro mineral form. And so, if you're doing a metal detox, you'll need that. You'll need some sort of macro. And then you got the like X factor things, like shilogy. Shilogy has a lot of these micronutrients in it, and it has this property of being able to drive 
minerals into the system. Or you're using things like bone broths uh, to get a lot of the minerals out of the bone. Have you ever heard of Soleil water? Because I I used to have clients do that just with really good quality uh, Celtic sea salt or... Um, yeah. You know, where you really saturate filtered water and you take a taste. It tastes awful. I mean, I, I I was doing it for a while just to kind of bring my minerals in balance again. But, you know, there's I guess there's this whole this you know whole body thing is trying to fix the terrain and the mineral balance in your lymph, your extracellular yeah. fluid, make it more like the ocean. That's what you're doing there. Yeah. And uh but at a certain point, you've got to look at your macronutrients. You're never going to get enough zinc doing that. And no. like if you're a vegetarian or a low meat eater, your zinc status is going to be really low. Zinc is just nailed by heavy metals. And uh, so it's one of these things you've got to look at it. You probably got to use you know supplementation to get there. Can you be young and be heavy metal toxic? Like, oh, yeah. Because uh, how, how does that happen? I think I, I, think I read somewhere... And can't it be through the exposure of the mom too, like in utero? Yeah, but if you have a, a load, like if if we're like adult size, you're 25 and you find out you're metal toxic. Yeah. It's not from mom. How can she give you enough when you come out this big <laughs> to make somebody who's now, what do you come out at? Like seven pounds, you know, and and now you're like, you know, 50, you're like 25 times bigger than that. And, uh, and you're still metal toxic from that. And you're getting rid of metals every day. No, but when the mom is toxic, there can be a down regulation of all the detox pathways. This is one of the big problems of metals is transgenerational susceptibility to the toxins. So you become more susceptible than your mother was. The Glutathione system gets epigenetically downregulated. And, you know, this idea of like a miasm, you know, like passing this pain of syphilis from the mom to the child. It's like the mercury miasm. You pass the susceptibility to those kinds of toxins down to the child so that now the child accumulates those same toxins that you were toxic with. Oh, very interesting. Okay, I I have a couple more questions. So I I already take all the stuff. Like I take spermidine, I take NAD, I take well, it's uh it's Nushitos. It, it it it's it's I have tried True Niagen. I didn't see a difference with that one. Um, I take peptides. I do it all. What would I gain from doing? one of your protocols for longevity. If I'm taking all these supplements for longevity, what more can I do, Chris? Well, you've got to get all this stuff out and you've got to get stuff that absorbs. You know, a lot of these, you know, I don't know what the spermidine uh, absorption is and how high you got to get uh, for good synolytic activity, but even Kristen's good synolytic. And the key to activating these triggers, NRF2, AMPK, Senolytic, uh, you know, you know, acting senolytic and, and killing a cell. It's more like a chemotherapy. You need a very high dose, and then it has to come down. You need to bang, hit it like that, and that's what you get in these nanoparticle deliveries. You get everything in at once, and then it's gone in you know one to two hours. 
And that's how you really hit these triggers. And if you don't do a really good detox, there will be so many toxins that are in there. And like we said, we're trying to move the needle. We're trying to activate all these longevity programs. But if we can't get the junk out of the system, we can't get there. And so uh, doing you know, a, a full detox or we have a three-part system that was one month really detox heavy, a little bit of metabolism, like more NRF2 than AMPK. The second one really metabolism hard. It's AMPK, NAD, and sirtuins. And the third month keeping going on the AMPK and sirtuins. We did 40 people in a trial and did uh, 2-H diagnostics before and after. Yeah. And in three months, we reversed their age and, and average uh, of one year and significantly slowed down the rate at which they're aging. Rate of aging. And so, you know, that was just in a, a system doing this. So detox and metabolic triggers are reversing biological age. So, I, you know, it's always good to go in and do a formal detox and it's good to integrate these things into your lifestyle, especially have if you have a uh, lifestyle that has exposure. You like going out to dinner with your friends. You like cracking the bottle of wine. You're not going to say, oh, I'm only going to eat the free range this and that, you know, at the restaurant. And then you're like, well, I'll just have a salad then because you're not perfectly organic here. You know, we want to minimize our exposure, but we don't want to always cramp the lifestyle or be rude to the people that are hosting us. Yeah, I I used to be one of those. I, I've changed. Oh, I forgot to dinner with them. They're such a pain in the ass. Uh, that, you know, is that wild caught fish and is that free range chicken? And you're like, come on, man, it's a road stop. We're at an Arby's. Here. I mean, we're in a Chili's here. You know, not really. We would never go there. But, you know, you're at these nice restaurants out in Vegas or, you know, somewhere in California. You can't always get like the perfect places to go to. No, we're, we're definitely very aligned in that. And I believe that, yeah, we, you know, we already talked about enriched, enriched lives. So we can't always be perfect. Passionate life. Passionate living. How about that? You get a lot of sex too. There you go. (laughs) I mean, that does all these different things and on your nervous system, orgasms totally flush the nervous system. A lot of people trying to get over like brain issues and stuff. You just need that light to like blow through the whole system and open that all up. All the pheromones going, all the activation, you know, just, you know, that activity is turning up secretion of testosterone. It's turning up secretion of estrogen. It's creating a a higher receptor density. You know, it is really use it or lose it. And that use it or lose it is not to just get laid and have a kid when you're 20. It keeps the whole system going. Yeah, no, I I fully believe in that, that, you know, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. That's the bottom line. So, um, okay. So we talked, uh, we talked about a lot. I mean, we could, I could talk to you forever, honestly, and pick your brain because you are just full of so much information. I now know I'm going to have to do one of your uh, programs because I did the, um, the true age test in January. And although my telomeres were 38, what was the other? My immune age was like 32, but my um, actual biological age 
was yeah. one year younger because I did it when I turned 52. I was 51. Yeah. So my rate, my rate of aging was 0.9, which is good because it was under a year. Yeah. But I'd like to see if I can push that needle down further. I bet you can. Yeah. I think I yeah. can too. So yeah. t- tell tell everybody where can they find you? Are you are you available in Europe and Canada as well as the US? Yes. Uh Europe we have uh, a lot of distribution in Europe. There's a lot of doctors that have it and you can get it through Life Extension. Okay. EU. They, you could buy right over the web from Life Extension's Europe uh, website. And in Canada, we're distributed by Biotics. Yeah, I know Canada, Biotics. The distributor on the East Coast has that. And there's a new distributor on the West Coast. And I'm really sorry, I don't remember the name. Uh, but you can find those on our website. Okay. Uh, and and also designs for health has some of those uh products in uh in Canada. I've used your your liposymal um glutathione from Designs for Health. From designs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the same as ours. We just wrap the label for them. Yes, yes, I've used that. So that's wonderful. Anything else you want to close off with, Chris? No, I think, you know, I I I think we we covered a lot of things. Uh you know, mind space, you know, we covered not being too tense about things uh, and having a lot of passion, but having equanimity and, and balance, you know, the whole brain, it's got that fight or flight and that rest, digest, repair, regenerate, detoxify side. So if we're all like stressed about getting all of our stuff in to try to make us younger, we're not in the calm space where regeneration happens. Fight or flight deprioritizes all the regenerative and detoxification chemistry. So being in the parasympathetic space, whether it's breathing, mindfulness, mindful movement like Tai Chi and yoga, uh, we, we really need that come down time in order to be able to regenerate. And we need good sleep and good sleep comes from having a good parasympathetic balance. Except for when you're in Vegas. Well, you know, it's just a couple of days, and then you come back, and then you sleep more. Yes! I'm with you. I'll meet you in Vegas, Chris, for sure. Yep. (laughs) All right. And what's your Instagram handle? Oh, uh, Quicksilver Scientific has one, and then Dr. Christopher Shade uh, is my personal one. Uh, we also have a Facebook. There's a YouTube channel, Quicksilver Scientific YouTube channel, where we have a lot of uh, a lot of video content in there, little snippets about how to use every one of the products uh, and the protocols. And there might be some of the longer lectures. And there's old, long lectures uh, on YouTube for me. And if you're a professional, you can get a professional account, uh, whether you're a certified nutritionist or licensed acupuncture or MD, or uh, you can get one of the accounts. And that gives you access into our education portal which, uh, God, there's probably 40 webinars in there, hour and a half, all the detailed teachings uh, for the for the professionals. That's brilliant. Okay, and that's on Quicksilver? That's on quicksilverscientific.com. Yeah. So you can get just a consumer account, and you access some of the stuff, or a professional account, and you access everything. 
That's perfect. Thank you so much for your time today. I love talking to you. Well, thank you so much, Sandy. That was a joy. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share it with someone you know might benefit. And always remember, when you rate, review, subscribe, you help to support my content and help me to keep going and bringing these conversations to you each and every week. Join me next week for a new topic, new guest, new exciting conversations to help you live your best life.